What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. From Hollywood, it's time now for... Johnny Dollar. Hi, Johnny. Pat McCracken at Universal Adjustment. Hello, Pat. Listen, I have something here I think may Whoa, be... Whoa, hold it, boy. I've already packed. What? You are? Yep, taking off in about an hour. First plane out I can get. Well, how'd you know? I've been planning it for months. How could you? It only happened last Thursday. Pat. Yeah? I'm going on a vacation far, far away to sunny Vacay. Southern California, little town of La Jolla. And to help me keep out of sight from such as you, I'm taking along all my skin-diving outfit. Bye. Well, wait, Johnny. That's right next door. Ah, to what? The case I want you to handle for us in San Diego. Just change my plans, Pat. I'm going to Florida. No, listen, Johnny. There's enough commission on this case to pay for two vacations. And as long as you're going to be right there in Southern Cal anyway, uh, look, why don't you drop in on me before you take off? <sighs> okay, sucker. What? Just talking to myself. I'll see you. Bob Bailey in the transcribed adventures of the man with the action-packed expense account, America's fabulous freelance insurance investigator. Yours truly, Johnny Dollar. Expense account submitted by Special Investigator Johnny Dollar to the Universal Adjustment Bureau, Hartford, Connecticut. Following is an accounting of expenditures incurred during my investigation of the Jolly Roger fraud. Expense account item one, taxi for myself and my vacation luggage to the offices of Universal Adjustment, 436 Parley Street, Hartford, in the hope I could argue both Pat McCracken and myself out of taking on the case. The last two cases I'd handled for Pat had almost cost me my life. I was beginning to be a bit superstitious about anything he had a hand in. But trying to talk him down is like trying to talk down your mother-in-law. Maybe your skin-diving trick will help you crack the case. But the main thing is you're going to California anyhow. This way you can put your whole vacation on expense account. Pat. And, baby, if I know you, you'll run down the case in about two days, come up with a swindle sheet for a couple of weeks. Pat. To say nothing of the commission I mentioned over the phone. Listen, will you? You see, the Jolly Roger was insured by Southwest Maritime Insurance and Liability for 460 G's. Bert Parker, in their San Diego office, can give you all the dope on it. Bert Parker? Sure, you remember him. Handed you the Molly Kay matter a few months ago. A very profitable case for you, wasn't it? Well, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but now look. So I'm not... you'll clean up on this, too. The Jolly Roger, you know, was one of the finest seagoing yachts on the West Coast. No, I didn't know. But, Pat, Big I'm not going diesel to... job, 110 feet long. Floating palace. Probably the most luxurious wooden hull job built since the... Wooden hull? A 110-foot diesel job? Wasn't yeah. It? And that, unfortunately, is why she burned to the water line before the weight of her engines carried her down to Davy Jones's locker. Mm. Total loss, huh? Total. 460000 bucks gone. 
It's too bad. Well, Pat, it was nice seeing you again. Now I got to get my plane to New York to get my plane for the coast. But I haven't even told you why we want you to look in on this thing, Pat. Pat, I am going to the coast on a vacation, remember? But I told you, I told Bert that you were on your way. You told what? Sure. Phoned him right after I talked to you. Well, you dog. Sure. He's promised to contact the Mexican authorities that you may need to help you and have everything all... How are they involved? Oh, now, look, Pat, enough of this. i got to get over Sure, my car's right downstairs, and I can tell you the rest, I know. No, 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 tell it to somebody else. I'm going out there John, on a vacation. baby, you can't let me down on this one. Look, we haven't got any regular man out there, only a couple of part-timers like Bert Parker. You know, sell the policies with one hand and act as adjusters with the other. i got to go. Sure. You see? Uh, here, I'll take that back. And this one. You see, that works out all right on small accounts, but on these big ones... Wow, what do you got in here? A case of scotch? Pat, will you shut up a minute and let me Not tell you? Not on your life. That'd give you a chance to change your mind about taking on the... Here, here's the elevator. Oh, excuse me, lady. Sorry. Now, I still haven't told you why we smell something wrong in this whole case. It's simply and clearly this, young boy. Yeah, it's simply and clearly this. The diesel yacht Jolly Roger was owned by one Paula Zaganian, ex-rum runner, ex-gun runner, ex-shipping magnate, suspected spy through two world wars, and generally undesirable character, despite the millions he'd made. During the last war, he cleaned up by scaring some of the smaller countries into buying a lot of obsolete military equipment that was hardly fit for the scrap pile. And in more than one place around the world, there was anything but a welcome mat waiting for him. And in a lot of places, a lot of countries, the minute he landed his seagoing palace, the gendarmes would stick to him like flies to a molasses barrel just to make sure he behaved himself. Anyhow, trying to argue with Pat was useless, so I agreed to take on the case. Expense account items two, three, and four. One hundred ninety dollars, four cents. Plane fares and incidentals, Hartford to New York, New York to Los Angeles, L.A. to San Diego where I hoped to grab a cab to La Jolla before Bert Parker could find out I'd arrived. But I was met at the airport, but not by Bert Parker. Mr. Dollar. Uh, yeah? I thought you were by the description. Well, don't tell me they've got me on those wanted posters out here, too. Oh, silly. I'm Jan Penny, Mr. Parker's office. You know, Southwest Insurance and Liability. Hmm, maybe I ought to take the case after all. I'm going to work with you on it. Oh, no, I'm sure I will. You see, Mr. Parker's in the hospital. When he received Mr. McCracken's wire about your time of arrival, he asked me to meet you here. Hospital? What's the matter with him? It's supposed to have been an accident. Hit and run. Well, what do you mean, supposed to be? Bert thinks they tried to run him down deliberately. Who? I think he'd better tell you about it. Yeah, I think somebody better. We picked up my luggage, dropped it off at a hotel. I phoned the place I'd made a reservation in La Jolla and told them I might be a day late. And Jan Penny and I went on over to the Queen of Mercy Hospital to talk with Bert Parker. On doctor's orders, I went into his room alone. Bert looked terrible. So, so glad you can make it, Johnny. Hey, you sure you ought to be trying to talk, Bert? Look, why don't we forget I it? I have to talk. Well, well, I can, Johnny. They tried to kid me, tell me I'll be out of here in a couple of days. <laughs> Lying, I saw the chart. Internal, internal bleeding. Hey, Bert, Bert, take it easy, will you? Look, the doc said you have to take it easy. Well, why can't your gal Jan tell me all I need to know on the case? She can't accept this, this 
getting run down. Yeah, she said she thought it wasn't an accident. She thinks? I know. Yeah? Phone calls. Threatening phone calls. Threatening? About what, Bert? Because... Because of holding up on this claim. Somehow somebody found out I... I called Hartford. Asked for investigation. Who? <laughs> Nagin denies that he... The owner of the Jolly Roger? Yeah. Denies knowing anything about the calls, but they weren't kidding Johnny. That's why I'm here. And they probably know I was asked to come out here. Johnny. Yeah? Johnny, better go back. Drop this one. Oh, Bert. If they do know, if they know you're here, they may try. May try. Johnny. Yeah? Hurt. Hurt, Johnny. Nurse. Nurse. Three hours later, while Jan, Penny, and I paced the corridor, Bert Parker died. The only thing I'd learned from him was that I'd better be careful. Mighty careful. I took Jan Penny to the roughest, toughest dive I could find, Ray Kemper's Cat Club, in the hope we could both drown a sorrow or two. Why, Johnny? Why did it have to be Bert? You liked him, didn't you? I loved him. I loved Bert. Now he... Have another drink. Hey, Jan, don't you think maybe... Waiter. Waiter, two more. I know this is no way to face it, Johnny. Sorry, right, Jan. I came out here like everybody does. Every young female kid who's been told she's prettier than the rest. You know, yeah, the movies, Hollywood glamour, all that stuff. Yeah, I know. But it was rough. It was too rough. And I couldn't play the game they seemed to want to play out here. And I was all set to go back to the farm country and settle down to the same dull. But then I met Bert. And instead of giving me just a lot of fast talk, he, he said he wanted to help me. He did, Johnny. He really did. He took me into his office here in San Diego. And we made this office, Johnny. We did. And he still didn't try to make any advances. Because he knew I wouldn't want that. But what he didn't know was that I loved him for it. That I loved him. Now he's gone. Hey, look, Chan. There's nothing we can do about it. Except try to finish the job he started on the case that... Well, it put us here drinking too much and trying not to think of him and thinking of nothing else but him. Oh, thanks, buddy. Here, keep the change. Johnny... Yeah? You're like Bert. You're straight. I'm glad. Easy, girl. Maybe you didn't know him as well as I did. But you cared about him enough to... Well, to do this and I... Jan, Jan, Jan. Listen, Jan. Yes? Grab your coat. I'm taking you home. I'm all right. Really, I am. You've got a double job to do tomorrow. His as well as yours. How can you talk? I know, I know. I'm out here. I'm out here to knock off the Jolly Roger, make sure the payment of the claim is okay. At least that's why I came out here. Then how... how... Now I've also got to find out who... Well... Yeah. And I'm going to need your help. All right, Johnny. Come on, Jan. Grab your coat. I 
took her home to her little apartment on East Drive. I didn't go up for the usual nightcap because I didn't want to. And I knew Jan didn't want me to. I dropped into police headquarters, homicide first, and then traffic detail to see if they'd been able to dig up anything on the hit-run driver who'd killed Bert. Nothing. Apparently, the threat he'd received just before the so-called accident was something that only he and Jan had known about. The expense account? Oh, I don't know. Call it ten bucks. A couple of cabs, a couple of drinks, or maybe six or eight, or... I'm kind of tired tonight. Bert was a nice guy. Jan's a nice girl. In the morning, I'll call the hotel in La Jolla and delay my reservation there another day. Meantime, I'll get some sleep, I guess. <laughs> Maybe I'll even cook me up a dream or two about skin diving and sunning on the rocks of La Jolla after all this whole rotten case is cleared up. Get myself a good winter tan to take the place of this high eastern pallor I've been trying to get. Oh. Hello. Hello. Johnny. Hello. Johnny. Hello, I can't... Jan? Yes, Johnny. Listen to me. Yeah. We... We must have been followed tonight. Huh? Jan? I... I got a phone call. Just a minute ago. Yeah? Uh, a man. He threatened me. What do you mean he threatened you? How? Who was it? I don't know. He said... If I help you... Yeah? There'll be another accident. To me. Jan. And to you. And to you. Listen, Jan. Oh, Johnny, I'm afraid. Johnny Dollar. Johnny, this is Jan. Yes, Jan. A minute ago, after you left me here at my apartment, I got a phone call. Yeah? A threat. If I help you on this case, there'll be another accident. Huh? Like the one that happened to Bert. Fatal. To me. Jan. To you. Oh, Johnny, I'm afraid. Stay right where you are. I'm on my way over. Expense account submitted by Special Investigator Johnny Dollar. To the Universal Adjustment Bureau, attention Patrick McCracken. Pat... I'm addressing this to you instead of to the Southwestern Maritime Insurance and Liability because Southwestern's sole representative here in San Diego, California, Bert Parker, died yesterday in the hospital, presumably of an accident. But I don't believe it. I think it's because he knew too much about this case. The Jolly Roger fraud. Item 6270, cab fare and tip from my hotel to the little apartment of Jan Penny, who had been Bert Parker's secretary before he was killed. Johnny Dollar, you all right? Then Johnny, quick. Here. Easy now. Who was it threatened you over the phone? Did you recognize the voice? Uh, yes. Well, who was it? I, I don't know. Huh? It was the same voice that called Bert at the office and warned him before he was run down by that car and killed. But you don't know who it was? No. Oh, Johnny, I'm so scared. Please hold me. All right. All right. No. I don't mean that. It sounds like I'm trying it's to... It's okay, Jan. It's okay. Just take it easy. Here we are. Come on. Sit down. Sit down. Here. Have a cigarette. Sorry. I'm sorry, Johnny. I guess it's just been too much for a gal. Yeah, sure. I don't doubt it. I thought when I bought you a few drinks tonight, you'd be able to come back here and sleep and forget what's happened. Forget about Bert being killed. It's because he held up the claim on the Jolly Roger. Because he sent for you. That's why they're threatening you, too. Oh, Johnny, be careful. And you have no idea who they is? Of course I do. The same idea you have. The man who owned the Jolly Roger before she burned and sank. Paulus Zanagian. Just how much do you know about Zanagian? 
Only what Bert told me. He was an international crook, gun runner, spy, shipping magnate, international troublemaker. Yeah, yeah. Just about as welcome in any decent country of this world as the plague. Bert didn't want to insure the Jolly Roger. Certainly an appropriate name, all right. If ever there was an international pirate... Go on, Jim. Bert didn't want to insure it. $460,000 wooden hull and all, but he had to. Southwestern is a small company, Johnny, and the premium, two years premium in advance, was too much to turn down. So that was the clincher. Yes. Bert needed it so much. But then it burned and sank. Yes. When they submitted the claim, Zanagium himself. Oh? Yes, Johnny. It was Paula Zanagian himself who bought the policy and he made the claim. Demanded immediate payment. When Bert decided to hold up until you could come out here and investigate... The warnings and the so-called accident that killed him. Yes. Now they're warning me. You. Johnny, why don't you give this up? Where's Zanigian now? Here in San Diego at the Larchmont. And you're sure it wasn't he who called you tonight who called Bert and warned him? I'm sure. I would have known his voice, his accent. But, Johnny, I'm frightened. All right, now look, look. Go on in there, into your bedroom, and sleep. No, Take a sleeping pill, whatever you like, but get some sleep. Look, there's nothing we can do tonight, and there'll be plenty for us to do tomorrow. After that phone call, I... I'll stay right here on the sofa. And look, I've got this. Have you any kind of a gun? No, Johnny. Well, now, go on in there, lock your windows, close the drapes, and get some sleep. That's orders. All right. Good night, Johnny. I hope Jan slept better than I did. Expense account item 7, 90 cents. Taxi to police headquarters. First thing in the morning. I spent a solid hour talking with Detective Sergeant Joe Franklin. Yes, they were working on the hit-run death of Bert Parker. No, they hadn't come up with any leads. All he knew was that Bert had left his office late, was shortcutting his way through an alley to where his car was parked, had been knocked down when he reached the end of the alley. No witness, no tire marks, nothing. They'd questioned Jan Penny about possible enemies and come up with the same answers I did but no evidence. Item 8, taxi to the Larchmont, where the desk clerk announced my arrival to the penthouse suite. Come in, come in, sir. I've been waiting for you to call on me. Mr. Zanagian? Uh, terribly distressing news about your colleague, Mr. Parker. I feel... Oh, sit down, sit down, won't you? Thanks. Uh, tell me, sir, have the police found any clue as to who ran down and killed the poor man? Oh, you know that he died last night? Oh, yes, of course, within a few minutes of when it happened. But was Sergeant Franklin able to give you no inkling of who might have done it? Oh, do not look surprised, my boy. I not only know of your visit to police headquarters this morning, but of everything else you have done since your arrival here in San Diego. Well, that's very interesting, Mr. Zanagian. <laughs> yes, it is indeed. But I, I, I'm sure the reason for it is very obvious. Is it? Of course, my friend, of course. I am depending on you to see that prompt payment of my insurance on the Jolly Roger is made. After all, that is the only reason for your being sent here. Therefore, that? I feel it my obligation to see that nothing happens to you, that you are given, shall we say, adequate protection during the time you are here acting in my behalf. Mr. Zanagian, before that you go That is any... why I have made a trusted man responsible for watching over you at all times during your stay. Uh-huh. I suppose that's just a polite way of saying that you've had somebody taming me since I got here. Oh, oh, by the way... A lovely girl, Miss Penny, isn't she? And she was so devoted to Mr. Parker. Terrible shock to her, his death. 
Uh, you, your solicitude to her is to be highly commended. You really keep tabs on things, don't you? But now, let us get down to the business at hand. Yeah, let's. The loss of the Jolly Roger came at a most inopportune moment. My crew were testing some new equipment in preparation for a somewhat lengthy trip abroad. When the accident occurred, they sent her to the bottom out near the Coronado Islands. Just what kind of an accident was it? What? Oh, oh, forgive me, dear man. I forget you have not yet contacted the Coast Guard for the details of the whole affair. That's right, but how did but you... But I am certain you will. So why should I bore you with information you will only have to hear all over again from them? Suffice it to say, dear sir, that the loss of my beautiful yacht was due to some mechanical failure, so to speak. Uh, something with the electrical system, I believe it was. Yes, I do. But my point to you is simply that I must have settlement of my claim without delay so that I can leave the United States as soon as possible. Oh, where? Do you mind? Oh, no, 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 no. Of course I don't mind. But why bore you with my personal affairs? So urgent is my need for immediate settlement that I can only remind you that I am a most generous person. Which is to say, I can assure you of ample reward for anything you may do to expedite payment to me. Of the just hold on a minute. I'm sorry, my dear sir. Oh, dear me, I'm sorry. I've seemed to monopolize the conversation, haven't I? Mr. Zanagian, let's stop beating around the bush. An insurance claim for $460,000 is investigated in any event. Kurt Parker seemed to think there was something wrong with his claim. He said so, and apparently it cost him his life. The same threats that were made to him have been passed on to his secretary, Jan Penny, and to me. And if that doesn't make the whole case smell to high heaven... Oh, my dear sir. All right, all right, now. Now you're trying to bribe me to make a quick settlement. So, mister, if I weren't suspicious of the whole thing before, you can believe me, I am now. Oh, my dear Why man. anyone with your reputation for millions should be in such a hurry to get his hands on a few hundred thousand, I don't know. But if I were you, I'd sit back very quietly and prepare for a long wait to see if you get it at all. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Oh, how unfortunate this attitude for you. That a threat? No, 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 dear boy, not at all. I, I am simply thinking of how much easier it could be for you. And, uh, of course, profitable. Now, perhaps you will change your mind. Not a chance. Then, sir, since settlement of my claim seems to rest entirely on your shoulders at the moment... And since someone, I can't imagine who, has seen fit to threaten you. And please, don't forget that, dear boy. Mr. Zanagin. Yes? I don't scare easy. It was pretty obvious that Paula Zanagin was used to having his own way. Would stop at nothing to get it. Bert Parker had been right. I'd have to watch my step. I checked with Jan and grabbed a taxi to pay a visit to the Coast Guard. Lieutenant John Smith, believe it or not. You can take your choice, Dollar. Read the report on the burning and sinking of the Jolly Roger here or the copy I let Bert Parker have. I take it you talked to him. Parker's dead. What? Yeah, hit and run. After he received a couple of threats to lay off this case. You locked up Zanagian yet? On what charges? Or who else? Well, that's a lot to go on. 
If he didn't sink that boat himself, I'm a wall-eyed monkey. You find out anything to back that up? Oh, not a thing. The Jolly Roger sank in about as bad a spot out there as could have been picked. It's deep, bad current, dirty water from onshore silt. We tried to send on divers, got nowhere. Hey, wait. I thought she went down in Mexican waters off the Coronados. Yeah, she did, but we supplied the divers or tried to. International cooperation, that sort of stuff. But we got nowhere. How'd you find out about it in the first place? One of our planes on routine patrol saw the puff from the explosion out over the water. By the time it actually got there, the hull was nothing but a mass of flames. Sank 10, 15 minutes later. What about the crew? The crew were lost, except for one kid, a cabin boy. Yeah, where's he? Mexican fishing boat out of Rosarita picked him up. He's in bad shape. The explosion had blown him clear. He's in the hospital in Tijuana. Well, look, wait. Hasn't anybody talked to him? He was too badly hurt at first. But I spoke with the hospital just before you got here, and they think he might be able to talk by sometime this afternoon. Well, what are we waiting for? Come on, let's get down there. And I can't until later. Uh, look, have you got a car? No. You want mine? Well, sure, let's go. How far is it? Even within the speed limit, you can make it in a half hour. Out this way. Right. The car's out in the lot in the back. Hey, look, you're mighty generous, Smith. I'll try to make this up to you somehow. Forget it. I'd like to see you get the goods on Zanagin just as much as you would. I didn't like having him come into port here in the first place. And then when I learned that both Holland and Switzerland had tied up all of his funds... They what? Sure. Early last week's papers. That's why he needs the money. Now, here's my car. If you can learn anything down there, if I can be of any help, I'm on pretty good terms with it. Hey, Dollar. Oh, Mr. Dollar. Oh, about that. My car and excellent chauffeur Artis here would have got you to Tijuana much more rapidly and comfortably than you might drive, I am sure. Wait, wait, just a minute. Which is why I came to meet you here. I knew you'd want to talk with the cabin boy who survived the accident to my ill-fated Jolly Roger. Oh, you did? Yes. However, I fear it is too late. What do you mean? As I was leaving my hotel, I heard from one of my, shall we say, associates... He informed me that he had just learned from one of his, uh, shall we say, contacts in Tijuana. Well? Uh, Alas, the poor cabin boy died only a few minutes ago. Pity, sir, isn't it? Now, here's our star to tell you about tomorrow's intriguing episode of this week's story. Tomorrow, a dead man talks. And what he has to say isn't very pleasant. For it all adds up to just one more good, solid thread on the life of yours truly, Johnny Dollar. <laughs>